Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and women's life coach, where I help women to harness the power of their period and connect back to their true superpowers. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, vaginas, hormones, women's health, sex, confidence, food, femininity, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't seem to have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are too afraid to say, but everyone is thinking. Welcome back, ladies. I want to talk to you guys today about comparisonitis. I was doing a classic case last night of comparisonitis, comparing myself to other people, their businesses. Um, I've really gotten over comparing my body to other women's bodies, and I will do an episode about how I got there and and the tips and tricks I give to my clients and stuff. But um, I was doing a classic case of Monica comparing herself and where she is currently business-wise to other people and where they are in their business. Now, of course, this is dumb because if I look at how far I've grown in such a short amount of time, we're talking probably less than six months. I am now today, it's a new day. I've slept on it. I've journaled. I've written out a ton of things, which I'll be talking to you guys about today. But I'm like, what the fuck? Why was I thinking like that? Because I'm so proud of where I've come. I'm so proud of the work that I get to do with my clients. I'm so proud of the results that they get and I get to be a part of that journey and help guide them. And it just fills up my soul so much that why am I comparing myself to other people? But it's just nature because if you think about it from like a biological caveman perspective, right? Women, you know, we compare ourselves to others because one, we want to be the most attractive for the hottest, quote unquote, and the most strong um, sort of man that can provide for us and our children. But also we want to be the healthiest, you know, we want to be having the best looking cave and the best looking kids and whatever, because looks and growth and all that sort of stuff are a sign of health. And biologically our brains want us to be doing really well and want us to be successful and we compare ourselves to other people because with doing that we actually get a little bit of satisfaction out of it but also it allows us to be like okay I need to be better I need to grow I need to do these things and remember from a biological perspective it's all about us making the hottest babies hottest babies making the healthiest babies they should be hot too. That would be an added bonus. But then also more than that, it's about being safe and being out of danger. It's about being safe. And if we are comparing ourselves to other people, it could help us see where we are not being safe or where we should grow and all that sort of stuff. So I always like thinking about things from a biological perspective because it kind of makes me realize, oh, it's just my brain doing its like usual cavewoman things. It's fine. It's not me. So that really helps with that. But what I, um, I was just like sitting on it. I called my mom last night. I called my friend and I was just like sitting on it and letting it just like pass through me. The biggest thing is when an emotion comes up, the more you fight against it and the more you don't allow yourself to look at it, the more it's going to gobble you up. Okay. Because it's like you and somebody else having a, um, like an arm wall, like a hand, you know, those things where you both have your elbow on the table and you're like pushing at each other's hands to see who like wins. Like it's kind of like that, right? If you and your emotion, okay, are both pushing so fucking hard. You're never going to get anywhere. You're still going to be stuck and you're going to constantly have this feeling of pushing, okay, of trying to win. But if you allow yourself to actually surrender and allow the movement to move through you, it can move through you and out of you, which is a really, really key component in your journey of healing and under understanding like what's going on in your brain. So, 
comparisonitis, the, the, the big, um, when I say comparisonitis, I kind of mean it like a disease because it pretty much is, right? It is, it is a disease. It robs us from our own happiness because we are fixated on comparing ourselves to other people. And we're surrounded by it all the time because of social media, whether we're comparing ourselves with other, somebody else's body, boyfriend, life, work, how much money they're making. We forget that they are only showing the highlights and that it's it's a perception. It's all a perception of your own reality, but we just believe it. We believe it. Our ego believes it, okay? That's why it's really important to come back to your soul. And that's why I love meditation and stuff because it allows you to actually see the truth of the picture and not what your ego is just telling you because when you meditate, you actually um, your ego gets out of the way um, and you go your brain goes into a state of alpha waves, which means your conscious brain's out of the way and you're allowing yourself to reprogram your subconscious and actually allowing yourself to hear what your subconscious is saying and what your heart and soul is saying. Comparisonitis also, you know, it lowers your vibration. And if you are going to be sitting in a lower vibrational energy, you're going to be attracting things of that same vibration. So that's a fear-based vibration, not somewhere where you want to be sitting. So reminding yourself of like, you need to get out of that funk. You need to do what serves you to release that energy, to allow the energy to move through you. So it's no longer controlling you and your life and your brain and just gobbling you up. And that's why allowing yourself to feel it and then you're allowing yourself to move through it is such a key component um, of moving through these sort of fear-based, um, nervous feeling crap that we that we occasionally get. And we get more of it definitely because we, um, we are comparing ourselves via social media. Um, and even when you are lowering your vibration, you're going to attract more of those things, not just because they're on the same vibration, but because you're feeling shit, more shit about yourself. So for example, last night when I was going to this comparisonitis state, I was just like, yes, comparing myself, but also then I just felt so stuck all of a sudden. I was like, what do I do? It wasn't overwhelm per se. It was actually just like, I feel stuck. What am I meant to be doing? How am I going to get to where I want to be? Blah, blah, blah. What have they done that I haven't done? Like why them? Why not me? Right? This victim mentality for a second. And of course, when you're in this state, do you want to then do you want to work and then go to the gym and eat healthy food and look after yourself? No, you want to like curl up in your bed and watch freaking you on Netflix. By the way, that TV show, everyone was raving about it. So I started watching it. It is creepy as fuck, but also really good. If you haven't watched it, um, I would watch it. I'm like a couple se- couple episodes in and it is good. And um, that's like my break time. I find it really hard to switch off. My only way to actually switch my brain off is to watch um, like trashy movies and shows. And they'd really, they'd they do, they do do good things to my brain. Um, but yes, yeah, so you get into the cycle, right. Of like doing low vibration things. So you then just want to like sit in bed. You don't want to read a book. You want to watch a movie. You want to allow yourself to escape because you are so afraid of allowing yourself to feel the feeling. But as I talk about with my clients and stuff, and I have done an email on this, which you guys frothed over, and I might actually just like talk about that in another episode, that email, I'll find it and, and discuss it is if you allow yourself to sit in the pain, you can it equals pleasure. You can allow yourself to get to the pleasurable state. There is a line between pain and pleasure, and when you cross that line, you experience pleasure. Okay, so in the case of comparisonitis, if you can just sit in that pain of comparisonitis and not fight it, it will pass through you, which means you can actually get to the pleasurable state. And maybe that pleasurable state is actually having some realizations, or actually realizing no. 
look at all these amazing things that I've already done, being grateful for how far you've come or taking some inspired action. So don't always fight against the pain. Allow yourself to sit in it because the more you sit in it, the more pleasure you will see, receive and the more emotionally strong you get, which means that you can, you know, um, deal with things that are of a big emotional, uh, a bigger emotional sort of level. It's not really good English, but later in life. Um, so yeah, you want to make sure that you try and get yourself out of that cycle. And that's why allowing the energy to move through you is really important and talk about it, talk about it, let it out journal about it, just let the thoughts flow out of your brain, especially for women, because if we can unpack it, then that we're not, we're not storing the energy inside of us. That's, um, that's creating discomfort. We're actually allowing it to be released and for it to move through us. That's why I love dance so much. Cause that's a really good way for it to move, to move through. You don't need to like full on dance properly and be some like contemporary dance chick. You can just like put on your favorite songs. I've got a really good playlist on Spotify. Actually, um, you can just search my name on Spotify and the playlist is called feminine activation. I'll put the link in my, the link in the description. Um, but there's some really good songs on there that I love dancing to, just to allow yourself to move that energy through you. All right. The other thing with comparisonitis is that you start overthinking. And when you overthink, you start doubting yourself. You start coming up with egocentric thought patterns. You start telling yourself bullshit stories in your head as opposed to the truth of a situation. And the more you listen to our heads and not your, the more you listen to your head and not your heart means the more that you are operating from a state of your ego and not from your heart. And if you're not operating from your heart and not, you know, doing things from a love-based focus, it's not going to be sustainable, nor is it going to be nearly as fulfilling. Okay. So really making sure that you're getting out of that ego-based thought. And one of the best things to do is actually to put your palm on your forehead. You know, when you were a little kid and, um, you'd be stressed or whatever, and your mom would just put your hand, her hand on your forehead to calm you down. That actually brings your energy out of your head to the front of your body and down the front of your body into your heart space and down the front part of your body. Whereas when you are in your spine, when all the energy is in the back part of your body, you're in this masculine, egocentric sort of overthinking thought pattern. Um, and even just putting your hand on your heart allows you to come back to your truth, which is really good. Um, you know, because the more you have this comparisonitis based, the more you're in this cycle of comparisonitis means the more you're pushing, the more you're losing trust, right? Because if you trusted in the process, you wouldn't be comparing yourself because nothing to compare yourself to because you just trust that where you are meant to, where you are right now is where you're meant to be. So you don't actually need to be comparing yourself to other people because they aren't you. They aren't on the same journey as you. But also more importantly, how do you even fucking know that they're what you want? You don't know half their story. You don't know what they did to get to where they are. You don't know what's going on behind the curtain. So stop making the assumption that just because of what they say or show on their Instagram feed means that that's what you want. Even people that are very, very authentic, there is still parts of their lives that you wouldn't want, or there is still parts of their lives that they're not showing and, and you, of course, then, and, and they would then go, I want your life. And you go, I want their life. We always want what we can't have, right? We always want what we can't have. The girls with straight hair want the curly hair. The girls with curly hair want the straight hair. The same thing applies. You would have stuff in your life that other people want. And other people have stuff in your life that you want. But why are you assuming that you can't get it? You absolutely can get it. But we are so obsessed with pushing that we lose trust in the universe. 
You need to allow yourself to trust, to flow, to manifest, to sit on it, to reach that abundant level, to visualize it and believe that you can get it. Don't assume that because they have it now and that you don't currently have that, that you'll never reach it. Hell, maybe you will reach it and then you'll grow further than they've ever got in. Or maybe they've reached it now, but does that mean they're going to sustain it? So stop jumping to this assumption that they are better or that they're going to have a better life or that they're going to be have a more successful life just because they've reached something faster than you have. Don't jump to that assumption. And with this, it's really important that you also learn to stay in your own fucking lane. Babe, stay in your own lane. They have a different life to you. They've had a different upbringing. They probably have different stories in their head. You don't know who they know. You don't know what they're doing to get to that space. You don't know what they've done in the past to get to that space, whether it's a good or bad thing, who they're networking with, who they know. You don't know that. Stay in your own fucking lane and believe that what you're doing is exactly what you're meant to be doing and where you are currently is exactly where you need to be, okay? Just because, for example, that so-and-so has made it to six figures in two years, it doesn't mean that they can sustain it, like I said, or it doesn't mean that you won't make seven figures in two years, okay? When you are thinking about the, the victim mentality or, or comparing yourself, like I said in the beginning, you're jumping into this fear-based thought pattern of, well, I'm never going to achieve that. Well, I'm never going to have that. You absolutely can have that and you can have more, okay? Stop lowering your vibration. Stop entering a state of fear and believe in yourself, Okay? Fear doesn't feed sustainable growth. You know what sustainable growth fears uh, feeds? Sorry, is that right? Yeah, no. You know what requires sustainable growth? Love. Love feeds sustainable growth. Passion feeds sustainable growth. Good foundations in business feed sustainable growth. You having a healthy relationship with your body has sustainable growth, okay? You eating a good amount of food, okay? If let's say you were comparing yourself to somebody else's body, you don't know what they're doing to get those ripped abs, okay? But maybe let's say just for argument's sake, that they're doing something not so healthy. Cool. It's not going to be sustainable. But what you're doing could have much more sustainable growth and could be combined with greater levels of happiness and all that jazz, better hormonal balance, okay? You don't know what's going on behind the screen. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that fear is not what you want. Okay. This fear-based thought is not what you want. When you do actually then achieve a goal out of fear, you won't be fulfilled. And it's important that when you do achieve the goal that you want, that you actually can celebrate it and be fulfilled. And if you've been just pushing, 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 pushing out of a fear-based thought, you're not going to feel fulfilled. And don't just take it from me. This is from a lot of people that say the same thing, but also I'm not perfect. Okay. I push. I used to push a lot and now I'm very, very, very good at trusting. I've spent a lot of time and work getting to that space and I'm not perfect all the time. I have weeks where I push more than others or where I'm working more than others or where I do a little bit of things out of more out of fear or whatever, or my old money beliefs come back in. I'm not saying that's never allowed to happen. I'm saying that's really important that you can recognize these things, own it, take responsibility for it, let it go and change your mindset, okay? And don't beat yourself up because you've gone back to a bad pattern or whatever, okay? We all go through these phases. It's not a big whoop. It's called us being humans, okay? We're all fucking human. Doesn't matter, okay? But the main thing to realize is that fear is ego-driven. And like I was saying before, you do not want to be operating from this ego-driven state, okay? Ego 
is what brings this whole comparisonitis, um, this whole comparisonitis thing up into fruition. Okay. Ego, fear is ego driven as is comparisonitis. They both come out of the same thing, too much ego, okay? Comparing and looking into the future and making these assumptions that like where you're just looking into the future and not being present, that's also fear-based. That's again, creating this assumption that I can't have this in the future, okay? You don't want to be operating with these fear-based assumptions. Own it, leave it behind, all right? Because what you're doing is you're perceiving that their life is a certain way, but you don't actually know that. Are they really happy? Are they really fulfilled? Okay. Do they have great sex? Ha ha. Do they have a good relationship with their parents or their money or their friends? You do not want to know what's going on. Okay. And part of personal leadership is about knowing who the fuck you are and deciding to love and stick to who the fuck you are. Okay. Owning your truth is so much more important than being liked. So if you are comparing yourself to somebody else because they've got more followers or they're doing better or whatever, fucking own your own truth. Own that what you are doing is amazing. Own that what you are doing is who the fuck you're meant to be and and what the fuck you're meant to be doing. It is so much more important that you are doing the things that you are passionate about because people will eventually come to you, okay, and you will eventually get to where you want to be because you are operating from a place of love and passion, okay? And you will have hardcore fans. It is more important that you have less hardcore fans than more people that just like you. These hardcore fans respect you. You want respect, not just likes, okay? So to quickly go on to some of the things that actually help with the comparisonitis and stuff, obviously one of the biggest things is meditating, and this is why I love my reprogramming tracks I've done for my clients in 2019, Um, the meditation aspect and the reprogramming is really, really important, but allowing yourself to meditate gets you out of that ego, gets you out of that egocentric state, gets you more into your body, allows you to just just relax and just come back and be grounded. Okay. Also, what really helps me is writing down what's, what you are proud about, what your achievements have been. What I really love actually getting my clients to do, and I do this is, um, have a gratitude jar, have a jar. And at the end of the the week, you just write in a few of the things that you're really proud of yourself. Like, you know, I won two clients this week, or I read a book or whatever it is that you're proud of, or I met this amazing person and I feel like they're going to be a great friend. Whatever it is that you're happy about, write it in and put it in the gratitude jar um, at the end of the week. Because one, it's great to come back to at the end of the year because we very often... um, don't actually appreciate all the stuff that we've done in that year. We just look at what we haven't done. Um, so it's great to come back to it at the end of the year, but it's also really good for when you're having like a down week or a down day, just to pull out a few things and be like, yeah, I've actually um, done a lot and I've achieved a lot and I'm really proud of myself. Okay. Um, so, and also some of the, well, another really good thing um, to think is just put into perspective, right? About why they might be, why this person that you're comparing yourself to, why they might be where you are and why you are where you are. That's a bit of a, that's a bit of a mouth twist. And this is about being a bitch or anything. It's just about putting things into perspective and just kind of bullshit out of it. Okay. Yes. We're all about like human support humans. We need to support everybody a little bit more. We, we really do tear each other down and I'm not saying we need to tear each other down. I'm just saying sometimes it helps your ego to just be like, babe, you're doing a good job and you don't know what's going on behind the doors. And I say this about people's Uh, I say this to women sometimes about like in their relationship and women that have like painful sex and stuff is, you know, sometimes you just got to focus on you when you're having sex. And this doesn't mean that you're ignoring 
you know, your partner or whatever. This just means putting a little more attention on you for that time being so you can actually give yourself some love. It's not about ignoring them. It's actually just about putting your needs first. Kind of same thing applies here. It's not about being a bitch to the other person. It's just about saying, we don't really know what they've done. Here's a list, you know, writing down a list of the possible things that they could have, you know, done or had the time to do or had the experience already, which has made them get to where they want to be. Or, you know, let's say it's in terms of like fitness or body image. You don't know what they're doing in terms of harming their body um, with like not eating and stuff outside, um, outside what you already know. So just kind of putting those things into perspective is really important. Okay. The other thing is, is to realize just because they're there already, does that mean that you can't be? No. So just because somebody else has something, does that mean it's taken away from you? Absolutely not. The universe is an abundant space. Just because so-and-so has a great body or just because so-and-so got their period back or just because so-and-so has made six figures, does that mean you can't? Absolutely not. Just because they've got it does not mean it is taken away from you, okay? Journaling this out is so important. Journaling is like self-coaching. That's why I love it because I'm like, I'm coaching myself. It's fantastic, okay? The other thing is doing some embodiment practice and releasing it. So hence I was talking about the beginning, breathing, dancing, allowing it to move through you and then releasing it. And then of course, you need to just own it. I've mentioned this a couple of times. You need to just own it and move on. Okay, own, I'm just comparing myself to other people, whatever. This is my story, this is what I'm doing and then move the fuck on. Don't obsess about it. Don't over-exaggerate it. Don't think that you're a bad person for comparing. Don't beat yourself up for comparing. doesn't matter. We're all humans. Own it. Talk about it. Release the shit. Move on. Okay? Those are the most important things. Do not compare yourself to other people and do not throw yourself into old stories of, well, I can't achieve this because of X, Y, Z or because I was brought up this way or because of this health thing or because of this health thing. You can achieve whatever you want. That's the beauty of our brains. Our subconscious does not know the difference between real and fake. If you want something, you need to visualize the fuck out of that shit and you will get it. You need to manifest it. You need to believe that you can get it because your brain doesn't know whether it's true or fake. So if you can fully embody that feeling of abundance and six figures or having the six pack or whatever the hell you want or having your getting your period back or having the perfect boyfriend, you can absolutely get it because if you can actually allow yourself to feel it, you can get to that frequency and then you can attract it, okay? So it's really important that you also play a bit of a trick your brain into believing you already have it. Really allow yourself to actually Um, meditate and manifest, put the time aside for yourself. It is self-care and it's actually helping you get to your future. And people think it's often a waste of time, but I'm like, you know, it's more of a waste of time driving yourself into the ground because you're like, I don't have time to meditate. And then a week later, you being in some full like freaking adrenal fatigue because you can't get out of bed because you worked so hard the week before. Don't do that. Remember, it's about sustainable growth. It's about having a sustainable process that you can continuously work on your passion and your dreams for a long amount of time. Driving yourself into the ground is not what you want. Okay. And even if you're like me and absolutely love your job so much that you just want to work all the freaking time, also taking time out is working. It's doing stuff because it actually is benefiting your job. It's benefit me taking time out on the weekends and stuff is actually benefiting my clients and benefiting the work I produce because it allows me space for my brain to think. It allows me space for me to get downloads and to then, you know, come up with amazing ideas to talk about with podcasts or to read more books or to relax. I have the energy to then, you know, just give my clients 110% the week after. Giving yourself time off 
is not you being lazy or anything like that. It's actually going to positively impact your work, your life, your fitness, your health goals, your hormones, your sex, your confidence, all of that stuff, because you're actually prioritizing you. And if you have the self-worth, it will translate into how you shop in your work, how you shop in your relationships, how you show up with your food, your relationship with food, how you show up with exercise, how you sleep, all of that sort of stuff. Your self-worth is literally the cornerstone for everything else in your life. If you don't have good self-worth, you ain't got nothing. Okay. So coming back to that, I've kind of gone a little bit of a tangent. Coming back to that self-worth is also a really important part of comparisonitis. Okay. Because if you don't have the self-worth, then you will stay in this rut and this continuous cycle of comparisonitis. But if you can work on yourself and get the self-worth, hire the people you need, do the programs you need, take the time out, whatever that you need to get the self-worth. When you have that self-worth, it also really, really helps in that when the comparisonitis does come up, you see it, you move through it because you do actually know how fucking awesome you are, how fucking great you are, and how much value you provide to this world. So that is me for today. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, my handle is at monarchy8shealth. I would love to see you over there because I do some really informative um, Instagram posts and Instagram stories and stuff where I just like have little rants and tangents or whatever like that. Um, although this podcast is allowing me to do a bit more of that as well, which is fantastic. Um, I hope you guys got, out, got lots out of today and please send me any more suggestions you have. I will talk to you very shortly. Well, thank you again for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I hope that you got lots of nuggets out of today's show. Uh, Please, 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 I would be really grateful if you could leave me a review so that more women can find the podcast and therefore I can help more women understand their period and fix their period problems. Because after all, it's a much nicer life to live when we actually love our cycle because we do have to um, keep up with it every single month. Also, if you have any friends or loved ones that you think would enjoy my podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could send it to them as well, just to share the love. And that's it for now. So I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are.